Act Five of Pericles, Prince of Tyre, by William Shakespeare. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Act Five, Prologue. Enter Gower. Marina, thus the brothel scapes, and chances into an honest house, our story says she sings like one immortal and she dances as goddess-like to her admired lays deep clerks she dumbs and with her needle composes nature's own shape of bird bird branch or berry that even her art sisters the natural roses her inkled silk twin with the rubied cherry that pupils lack she none of noble race who pour their bounty on her and her gain she gives the cursed board here we her place and to her father turn our thoughts again where we left him on the sea we there him lost whence driven before the winds he is arrived here where his daughter dwells and on this coast suppose him now at anchor the city strived god neptune's annual feast to keep from whence lysimachus our tyrian ship espies his banner sable trimmed with rich expense and to him in his barge with fervour high in your supposing once more put your sight of heavy pericles think this his bark where what is done in action more if might shall be discovered please you sit and hark exit act five scene one on board pericles ship off mytilene a closed pavilion on deck with a curtain before it Pericles within it reclined on a couch a barge lying beside the Tyrian vessel enter two sailors one belonging to the Tyrian vessel the other to the barge to them Helicanus to the sailor of Mytilene where is Lord Helicanus he can resolve you oh here he is sir there's a barge put off from Mytilene and in it is Lysimachus the governor who craves to come aboard what is your will that he have his call up some gentlemen old oh, gentlemen my lord calls enter two or three gentlemen doth your lordship call gentlemen there's some of worth would come aboard i pray ye greet them fairly the gentlemen and the two sailors descend and go on board the barge enter from thence lysimachus and lords with the gentlemen and the two sailors sir this is the man that can in aught you would resolve you hail reverend sir the gods preserve you and you sir to outlive the age i am and die as i would do you wish me well being on shore honouring of neptune's triumphs seeing this goodly vessel ride before us i made to it to know of whence you are first what is your place i am the governor of this place you lie before sir our vessel is of tyre in it the king 
a man who for this three months hath not spoken to any one nor taken sustenance but to prorogue his grief upon what ground is his distemperature twould be too tedious to repeat but the main grief springs from the loss of a beloved daughter and a wife may we not see him you may but bootless is your sight he will not speak to any yet let me obtain my wish behold him pericles discovered this was a goodly person till the disaster that one mortal night drove him to this sir king all hail the gods preserve you hail royal sir it is in vain he will not speak to you sir we have a maid in mitylene i durst wager could win some words of him tis well bethought she questionless with her sweet harmony and other chosen attractions would allure and make a battery through his deafened parts which now are midway stopped she is all happy as the fairest of all and with her fellow-maids is now upon the leafy shelter that abuts against the island's side whispers the lord who goes off in the barge of lysimachus sure all's effectless yet nothing we'll omit that bears recovery's name but since your kindness we have stretched thus far let us beseech you that for our gold we may provision have wherein we are not destitute for want but weary for the staleness oh sir a courtesy which if we should deny the most just gods for every graph would send a caterpillar and so afflict our province yet once more let me entreat to know at large the cause of your king's sorrow sit sir i will recount it to you but see i am prevented re-enter from the barge lord with marina and a young lady oh here is the lady that i sent for welcome fair one is it not a goodly presence she's a gallant lady she's such a one that were i well assured came of a gentle kind and noble stock i'd wish no better choice and think me rarely wed fair one all goodness that consists in bounty expect even here where is a kingly patient if that thy prosperous and artificial feet can draw him but to answer thee in aught thy sacred physic shall receive such pay as thy desires can wish sir i will use my utmost skill in his recovery provided that none but i and my companion maid be suffered to come near him come let us leave her and the gods make her prosperous marina sings marked he your music no nor looked on us see she will speak to him hail sir my lord lend ear <coughs> i am a maid my lord that ne'er before invited eyes but have been gazed on like a comet she speaks my lord that may be hath endured a grief might equal yours if both were justly weighed though wayward fortune did malign my state my derivation was from ancestors who stood equivalent with mighty kings but time hath rooted out my parentage and to the world and awkward casualties bound me in servitude aside i will desist but there is something glows upon my cheek and whispers in mine ear go not till he speak my fortunes uh, parentage good parentage uh, to equal my uh, was, it, was it not thus what say you 
I said, my lord, if you did know my parentage, you would not do me violence. I do think so. Pray you, turn your eyes upon me. You are like something that, uh, what country, woman? Here of these shores? No, nor of any shores. Yet I was mortally brought forth, and am no other than I appear. I am great with woe, and shall deliver weeping. My dearest wife was like this maid, and such a one my daughter might have been. My queen's square brows, her stature to an inch, as wand-like straight, as silver-voiced, her eyes as jewel-like, and cased as richly, in pace another Juno, who starves the ears she feeds, and makes them hungry, the more she gives them speech. Where do you live? Where I am but a stranger. From the deck you may discern the place. Where were you bred, and how achieved you these endowments which you make more rich to owe? If I should tell my history, it would seem like lies disdained in the reporting. Prithee speak. Falseness cannot come from thee, for thou look'st modest as justice, and thou seem'st a palace for the crowned truth to dwell in. I will believe thee, and make my senses credit thy relation to points that seem impossible, for thou look'st like one I loved indeed. What were thy friends? Didst thou not say, when I did push thee back, which was when I perceived thee, that thou camest from good descending? So indeed I did. Report thy parentage. I think thou saidst thou hadst been tossed from wrong to injury, and that thou thoughtst thy griefs might equal mine, if both were opened. Some such thing I said, and said no more but what my thoughts did warrant me was likely. Tell thy story. If thine considered prove the thousandth part of my endurance, thou art a man, and I have suffered like a girl. Yet thou dost look like patience gazing on king's graves, and smiling extremity out of act. What were thy friends? How lost thou them? Thy name, my most kind virgin, recount, I do beseech thee. Come, sit by me. My name is Marina. Oh! I am mocked, and thou, by some insensate god, sent hither to make the world to laugh at me. Patience, good sir, or here I'll cease. Nay, I'll be patient. Thou little knowest how thou dost startle me to call thyself Marina. The name was given me by one that had some power, my father, and a king. A, a king's daughter? And called Marina? You said you would believe me, but not to be a troubler of your peace, I will end here. But are you flesh and blood? Have you a working pulse, and are no fairy? Motion! Well, speak on. Where were you born, and wherefore called Marina? Called Marina, for I was born at sea. At sea? What mother? My mother was the daughter of a king, who died the minute I was born, as my good nurse Lycorida hath oft delivered weeping. Oh, stop there a little. This is the rarest dream that e'er dull sleep did mock sad fools withal. This cannot be. My daughter's buried. Well, where were you bred? I'll hear you more to the bottom of your story, and never interrupt you. You scorn. Believe me, twere best I did give o'er. 
I will believe you by the syllable of what you shall deliver. Yet give me leave. How came you in these parts? Where were you bred? The king my father did in Tarsus leave me, Till cruel Cleon with his wicked wife did seek to murder me, And having wooed a villain to attempt it, Who having drawn to do it, A crew of pirates came and rescued me, Brought me to Mytilene. But good sir, whither will you have me? Why do you weep? It may be you think me an impostor. No, good faith. I am the daughter to King Pericles, if good King Pericles be. Ho! Helicanus! Calls, my lord? Thou art a grave and noble counsellor, most wise in general. Tell me, if thou canst, what this maid is, or what is like to be, that thus hath made me weep. I know not, but here is the regent, sir, of Mytilene, speaks nobly of her. She would never tell her parentage being demanded that she would sit still and weep oh helicanus strike me honoured sir give me a gash put me to present pain lest this great sea of joys rushing upon me o'er bear the shores of my mortality and drown me with their sweetness oh come hither thou that begetst him that did thee beget thou that wast born at sea buried at tarsus and found at sea again Oh, Helicanus, down on thy knees, thank the holy gods as loud as thunder threatens us. This is Marina. What was thy mother's name? Tell me but that, for truth can ne'er be confirmed enough, though doubts did ever sleep. First, sir, I pray, what is your title? I am Pericles of Tyre. But tell me now my drowned queen's name, as in the rest you said thou hast been godlike perfect, the heir of kingdoms, and another like to Pericles thy father. Is it no more to be your daughter than to say my mother's name was Thaisa? Thaisa was my mother, who did end the minute I began. Now, blessing on thee. Rise, thou art my child. Give me fresh garments, mine own Helicanus. She is not dead at Tarsus as she should have been, by savage Cleon. She shall tell thee all, when thou shalt kneel and justify in knowledge she is thy very princess. Who is this? Sir, tis the governor of Mytilene, who, hearing of your melancholy state, did come to see you. I embrace you. Give me my robes. I am wild in my beholding. Oh, heaven bless my girl, but hark what music! Tell Helicanus, my Marina, tell him more, point by point, for yet she seems to doubt. How sure you are, my daughter! But what music? My lord, I hear none. None? <laughs> the music of the spheres. List, my Marina. It is not good to cross him. Give him way. Rarest sounds do ye not hear. My lord, I hear. Music most heavenly music it nips me unto listening and thick slumber hangs upon mine eyes let me rest sleeps a pillow for his head so leave him all well my companion friends if this but answer to my just belief i'll well remember you exeunt all but pericles diana appears to pericles as in a vision my temple stands in Ephesus, hie thee hither. 
and do upon mine altar sacrifice. There, where my maiden priests are met together, before the people all, reveal how thou at sea didst lose thy wife, to mourn thy crosses with thy daughters call, and give them repetition to the life, or perform my bidding, or thou livest in woe, do it, and happy, by my silver bow. Awake, and tell thy dream. Disappears. Celestial Dian, goddess Argentine, I will obey thee. Helicanus! Re-enter Helicanus, Lysimachus, and Marina. Sir? My purpose was for Tarsus, there to strike the inhospitable Cleon, but I am for further service first. Toward Ephesus turn our blown sails, eftsoons I'll tell thee why. To Lysimachus. Shall we refresh us, sir, upon your shore, and give you gold for such provision as our intents will need? Sir, with all my heart, and when you come ashore, I have another suit. You shall prevail. Were it to woo my daughter, for it seems you have been noble toward her. Sir, lend me your arm. Come, my Marina. Exeunt. Act Four, Scene Two, Chorus. Enter Gower before the temple of Diana at Ephesus. Now our sands are almost run, more little and then dumb. This my last boon give me, for such kindness must relieve me, that you aptly will suppose what pageantry, what feats, what shows what minstrelsy and pretty din the regent made in mighty lean to greet the king so he thrived that he is promised to be wived to fair marina but in no wise till he had done his sacrifice as diane bade whereto being bound the interim pray you all confound in feathered briefness sails are filled and wishes fall out as they're willed at ephesus the temple see our king and all his company that he can hither come so soon is by your fancy's thankful doom exit act five scene three the temple of diana at ephesus theisa is standing near the altar as high priestess a number of virgins on each side Ceremon and other inhabitants of Ephesus attending. Enter Pericles with his train, Lysimachus, Helicanus, Marina, and a lady. Hail, Dion! To perform thy just command, I here confess myself the king of Tyre, who, frighted from my country, did wed at Pentapolis the fair Thesa. At sea in childbed died she, but brought forth a maid child called Marina, who, O oh goddess, wears yet thy silver livery. She at Tarsus was nursed with Cleon, who at fourteen years he sought to murder, but her better stars brought her to Mytilene, gainst whose shore riding her fortunes brought the maid aboard us, whereby her own most clear remembrance she made known herself my daughter voice and favour you are you are a royal pericles faints what means the nun she dies help gentlemen 
noble sir if you have told diana's altar true this is your wife reverend appearer no i threw her overboard with these very arms upon this coast i warrant you tis most certain look to the lady oh she's but o'erjoyed early in blustering morn this lady was thrown upon this shore i oped the coffin found there rich jewels recovered her and placed her here in diana's temple may we see them great sir they shall be brought you to my house whither i invite you look thaisa is recovered oh let me look if he be none of mine my sanctity will to my sense bend no licentious ear but curb it spite of seeing oh my lord are you not pericles like him you spake like him you are did you not name a tempest a birth and death the voice of dead thaisa that thaisa am i supposed dead and drowned immortal dian now i know you better when we with tears parted pentapolis the king my father gave you such a ring shows a ring this this no more you gods your present kindness makes my past misery sports you shall do well that on the touching of her lips i may melt and no more be seen oh come be buried a second time within these arms my heart leaps to be gone into my mother's bosom kneels to thesa look who kneels here flesh of thy flesh thesa thy burden at the sea and called marina for she was yielded there blessed and mine own hail madam and my queen i know you not you have heard me say when i did fly from tyre i left behind an ancient substitute can you remember what i called the man i have named him oft twas helicanus then still confirmation embrace him dear thaisa this is he now do i long to hear how you were found how possibly preserved and who to thank beside the gods for this great miracle lord saruman my lord this man through whom the gods have shown their power that can from first to last resolve you reverend sir the gods can have no mortal officer more like a god than you will you deliver how this dead queen relives i will my lord beseech you first go with me to my house where shall be shown you all was found with her how she came placed here in the temple no needful thing omitted pure dian bless thee for thy vision i will offer night oblations to thee thaisa this prince the fair betrothed of your daughter shall marry her at pentapolis and now this ornament makes me look dismal will i clip to form and what this fourteen years no razor touched to grace thy marriage day i'll beautify lord saruman hath letters of good credit sir my father's dead heavens make a star of him yet here my queen we'll celebrate their nuptials and ourselves will in that kingdom spend our following days our son and daughter shall in tyrus reign lord saruman we do our longing stay to hear the rest untold sir leads the way exeunt enter gower 
in antiochus and his daughter you have heard of monstrous lust the due and just reward in pericles his queen and daughter seen although assailed with fortune fierce and keen virtue preserved from foul destruction's blast led on by heaven and crowned with joy at last in helicanus may you well descry a figure of truth of faith of loyalty in reverent cerimon there well appears the worth that learned charity i wears for wicked cleon and his wife when fame had spread their cursed deed and honoured name of pericles to rage the city turn that him and his they in his palace burn the gods for murder seemed so content to punish them although not done but meant so on your patience evermore attending new joy wait on you here our play has ending exit end of act five end of pericles prince of tyre by william shakespeare